Welcome to episode 56 of the Empowered by Design podcast. And let me tell you, I have been waiting months and months and months for this episode. I am so excited to be introducing you to my Valentine, Chad, and we are going to be talking about how to keep marriage fun. We're going to give some tips, some stories, and um, maybe some surprises, so stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I'm your host, Dr. Liz, a licensed psychologist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. This podcast is about the power of connection and a proactive approach to mental health and overall wellness. It's about finding and owning your power right now and using it for good by nurturing the connection of body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. Empowered by Design Podcast delivers psychological concepts and practical strategies with a real-life approach. Designed to empower health and wellness, optimal performance, authentic connection with yourself and others, and purposeful, joyful living. Be well, live empowered, dream design deliver. Welcome, welcome to episode 56. I am so, so excited for this podcast episode. Just a little intro before I introduce my my guest, my special guest. Um, I made this request probably 10 months ago to have Chad, who is my husband, my partner, my Valentine, to join me on this podcast. And he put it off for quite a while. Um, And we are here celebrating with you um, appropriately the month of love, Valentine's Day, and we're going to talk about how to keep marriage fun because let's be honest, sometimes it's pretty serious, sometimes it can be rocky, which we've experienced in our marriage, um, and so that's it. We're going to have some fun today. You're going to hear just this side of me that you've never heard before live and in person. Welcome, Chad. Thank you. (laughs) So um, I'm going to just get us started with a little icebreaker. We're going to also play a little game at the end, so make sure you stay tuned all the way to the end. You know that usually when I have a guest on the podcast, we do this or that. This time, Hannah whipped up a few questions for us to play the newlywed game. Kind of, like the newlywed game, but we're not newlyweds. Um, But one of my favorite memories of us is, well, we're very competitive. And we did win the newlywed game at one of our vacations before we were even married. Remember that? Yep. We were always better at the game before we were married. (laughs) That's true. We were, you're right. Not so good after Right, not only the newlywed yeah. game, because we, we've gotten a little bit worse at that. Um, but cornhole, we used to we used to really like clean house and cornhole tournaments, and you're laughing, you're yeah. smiling. 
Yeah. Say it. Say what's in your head. Nope. <laughs> Say it. I got worse. No, you didn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know what it is. Um, we used to just, yeah. Well, so we love to compete. So we love to um, have fun, which is the, the point of this podcast. Um, certainly marriage is, gosh, just a mountain of adventure, right? Yeah. And we don't have all the answers, but we we try hard to stay connected and on the same page to find the answers that work for us, right? So throughout this podcast, we're going to be just sharing a little bit about us and we're going to share these tips with you on how you can keep your marriage fun um, and including the ups and the downs. Um, so I want to just, <clears throat> excuse me, start off by, uh, so when I, when I finally got Chad to say that he would come and do this podcast, he rolled his eyes side and said, I don't even think you said, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but he did ask me for uh, an outline of questions, which I provided to him, which is a little bit different than usual on the podcast. Um, we are going to cover some of the basics that I usually do with guests of how we met, how we connected, which is where I'm going to start. Um, do you want, can you start? You have to, people can't see you, so you must speak. No, you go ahead and start. <laughs> he was shaking his head. Um so this is a fun story, and it's one of the things that I love to do. I love to ask people, our friends, our family, well, our family, I know how people met, but it is fun when we get together with other couples. It's one of the questions that that comes up from me a lot. Definitely your go-to. It is my go-to, but it's so fun. Honestly, I love learning about the love story of people, like how, how you've connected, how you met, how you got here and it's also a really it's something I do when I work with couples as well is like taking the time to not just kind of see what's going on for us right now because when I see couples it's because something isn't going well when I see couples in my work as a psychologist um, but when I see couples in real life in like personal life it's it's also fun to go back and explore how people met our, our how we met is a fun story. Yeah. It is. Um, so when Chad and I were in, I was in high school. You were in college. Yeah. My best friend, Allison, was dating your best friend, Lee. And they were a fun couple, and they thought, wow, we should get these two together. Chad and Liz would be really great together. <laughs> so we did. We went on a double date and um, we went to the movies. <clears throat> you drove the scamp. Scamp. Tell us about the scamp. <laughs> it's a beaut. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a 1976 vehicle and it had just an AM radio. <laughs> And just to show how old it was, the high beams were on the floor. Ooh. So you had to press the high beams on the floor. That I did not know. Yeah. 
I never drove the scamp. You were driving the scamp. I really kind of believe I was sitting in the back. You were. <laughs> behind you. But what I remember is driving into the, like, driving into the parking lot of the movie theater and we were uh, listening to oldies because it only had, like you said, the AM station, but at least we got oldies on the radio and we were listening to oldies. Um, I don't remember what movie we saw. Yeah, I don't either. And I don't remember what we did after the movies, if, if anything. But I remember we went to the movies. I remember we laughed a lot. Yeah. And this is the day, in the days before we had cell phones. So I gave you my number. Yes. I'll let you go from here. Well, she gave me your number and I gave a call back to the number she gave me. And I talked to, I don't know who I talked to, but it was a male in the house. And I just said who I was and to have Liz give me a call back. And supposedly, the story goes, Liz never got the message. That's true. <laughs> so Liz never called because Liz never got the message. So I have a dad and three brothers in the house and a mom at the time that we were all living at home. Um, and I never got the message. So I don't know. We, and it's kind of a mystery. I don't think any of the, any of my brothers or my dad remember who might have picked up the phone. Nobody took credit for it. Nobody took credit. So this, that's it. That was it. That was the end of our meeting, the end of our dating. He never called back. He didn't, he didn't pursue it again. So maybe I didn't make that much of an impact on you that first time, but so the story goes, eight years later, two other friends of ours were dating. So Jen and Donnie were dating and again thought, oh, these two would make a great couple. Let's get Chad and Liz together. So Jen, my friend, called me and I'll never forget it. It was February 21st because I have that date. I'm good with dates. I was at home. It was a Saturday night. <laughs> So this was my this was my Saturday night. I was home at home with my dad doing taxes. So I was I was back at home, living at home. And I hate taxes. I hate tax season. <laughs> I don't like it at all, which probably we'll get to in a little bit later. And Jen called and said, Hey, what are you doing? And I was like, Taxes. And she's like, Oh my gosh, you need to come out and and come down to where we are and meet Chad Kreider. I think you two would really hit it off. And I was like, I know that name. And I was like, okay. So I didn't know how to get there. <laughs> it was in the next town. I didn't know how to get there, but you, either she gave me your number or you called me at some way and gave me directions and talked me through getting there. And then um, what was so sweet was I was driving. You, you stood out on the road to like direct me into the parking lot, which was yes. so great. And that was our second first meeting. Yes. What do you remember? After that, you getting out of the car and 
us going into the jacks. Yeah, to the jacks. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that was an experience. Um, and I can still picture what I was wearing. It's so weird. I can picture what I was wearing, how my hair was, walking with you into that place, which was, it's a local place. And so everybody knows everybody. So when a new person arrives, it, like, it felt like that moment when the record goes, and everything froze. And every, everyone was staring at us. <laughs> and I was like, where am I? <laughs> was, yes, everything did stop. Yeah. When a stunning woman walks in, everybody stops to look. Look at you. I love you. Um, So another another fun, fun memory that I have of that night was you you played the jukebox. And we danced. We love dancing. Eddie Kaluska played the jukebox. Okay. Eddie Eddie played the jukebox. Right, because you didn't pick that song, but now we love this song. Yes. So we love the song Cracklin' Rosie because we danced to it on our... Second, first meeting. <laughs> the one that stuck, I guess we could call it. Um, and so funny funny as it, as it is, already in this story, two of these names are our children. So our son is named Jackson, even though we did not name him after the Jacks. I will say, <laughs> on my heart that's pitter-pattering right now um i loved the name jackson and it just so happened we met at the jacks and we call our son jacks but as you're smirking i'm saying we did not name him after the jacks i am gonna give credit to cracklin rosie for our daughter's middle name oh definitely there was part of that in when we when we knew we were having a girl and we were trying to come up with a middle name you you suggested rose and you gave a few reasons, and and to me that was like, oh my gosh, yes, this has meaning. This is our song, one of them. We have lots of songs, I think, but that's one of our big ones, right? Yes. Whew, I'm gonna pause because as I'm talking about this, I can feel like butterflies in my stomach. Like I said, my heart was going pitter patter. I feel like, um. Just like I can feel all that in my stomach, in my body, the memory. What about you? Not so much. <laughs> I do enjoy the memories. Okay. All right. Um, so that is how we met. How we met twice and how it from there on we've never broken up. No, not once. Came close. <laughs> yes. But we didn't. We've made it work Be, because in being honest about how to keep marriage fun, it is important to recognize that, yes, there are going to be ups and downs. There's going to be moments of pain and hurt. And that's why developing a good foundation of trust and safety is important. And that I feel like we've, we've done. Um, so having fun has to come from a place of safety. And I feel like you, for me, um, keep me really, you, you have, <laughs> you, you keep me grounded because I'm like a free spirit, let's just say. Yes. Yes, you are. 
So I'm going to say what, I'm going to go to our list of questions that I gave you. And um, we talked kind of like about a memory of looking back, but is there any other favorite dates or celebrations? Any other memories that popped up for you as we were either talking now or when, when I gave you the list of questions? Um. I think my favorite dates were when we just did stuff, were just us, the two of us, because hmm. we don't always get to do that with our kids and yeah. everything else we have going on in our busy lives. Um, the past one was when we were on COVID lockdown, when everything was shut down, we couldn't go anywhere, mm-hmm. and we were things were just about to start to open up, and we were allowed to go places, and... I made you think that we were going out somewhere. <laughs> I think it was, that, that was for our anniversary, I think. Yes, it? it was. And I had just set everything up in the house, got flowers, got the dinner we were going to have, and got everything set up and then told you, all right, get yourself ready. Go get we're dressed. Gonna go get, <laughs> we're going to go out to eat. And you did. And then when you came down, you're like, all right, where are we going? And I just took you to the... To the backyard. To the backyard. (laughs) I love it. I said, we're just just eating here. And I had everything set up, so... Yes, and I have tears because I love... I don't know. I love when you talk about your memories. Um, Yeah, that was so special. It was our 14th anniversary because our daughter made dessert for us. Yes. And the kids weren't there. Where were they? I don't know. Uh, you probably snuck them over to your parents. <laughs> we were very blessed yeah. that we have lots of lots of people in our lives and grandparents and who just love, love, love our kids and love taking them. Um, so, yeah, we did because uh, we were going out. So we, we did. We made, a, we made plans for them to not be home. And I remember coming down the stairs thinking like, oh, I was wearing this outfit that I was like, oh, do you think this is okay to wear out? And you're like, yeah, sure. (laughs) And then, of course, it was just because we were going in the backyard. But on our deck, and you had grilled, and you made lobster tail, and you made, I don't know, there were some courses. There were course. it was a several course meal. (laughs) Wonderful, beautiful, lovely. Um... And I love that you said that the dates with us together are really special, um, which is a tip that I would say explicitly is important to make time for your relationship, make time for yourselves. It can be so, so easy to get busy, especially if you have children, but even if you don't have children, to get caught up in the busyness of life and work and we have made it work. Um, we stagger our work schedules so that we have done that since, well, since I graduated. Since the kids were in school. Yeah. Um, so that, I guess sometimes that's something that I feel like I can't, I'm excited for maybe more time. You know, I love our family. I love our family time. And we, sometimes I feel like we are ships passing in the night. You know, especially during the week, because you work late, 
Tuesday, Thursday. I work late Monday, Wednesday in order to be home for our kids. And it does cut out of our own time together. Um, And so that is something intentionally. I remember when Sophia was a year and a half um, and I was still in school, in grad school, and we decided (laughs) we needed time for each other. And we took a trip away and it was hard. It's, it's heart-wrenching to leave your kids um, for even for a night. But we left them for like four or five days and took a trip together. And it really, really, it, it's important. It's important whether it's a trip to a, a, a beautiful place or it's your backyard, right? So you don't need to spend a lot of money. You don't need to um, get on a plane. You can make put a blanket out in your backyard or grill up some burgers and kebabs or whatever and make special time for each other which is one big thing one big takeaway that I love about us what are you thinking I'm in agreement I know but what else no okay next question were you thinking get to the next question okay um, so what, so I, I, if you think about things you love about us right now, so we've looked back, we're looking back and reflecting on what, what are some things that have gone well for us? Um, how did we, how have we gotten through some of those hurdles of busyness and arranging schedules? Um, what do you love about our life right now in this present moment? And <sighs> I'm taking a breath. You can say you don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah, I really, I, I don't know how to pinpoint things. I enjoy being with the kids. I enjoy all their busy schedules. Um, I'm a person that needs to always be doing something. I get bored easily sitting at home. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yes, you are. So, when things get canceled with the kids, sometimes that ruins my day. <laughs> yeah. Because. I just plan on whatever they have going and that being a part of my life mm-hmm. and a part of our life. Mm-hmm. So, yes. It's weird how things have changed from when we first, you know, when we were dating, it was just us. Now it's our kids and then us, mm-hmm. kind of, to yeah. an extent. Yeah, I love that. I love that because so many thoughts came up, but one of them, when you said things getting canceled, we we really, we absolutely love, we both come from very busy families with, especially around sports. Both of us, both of us um, come from families who were constantly doing something and we, we do that too with, with our, with our kids. They're, um, typically in an activity and we love that we love that that's our that's our life right like our family time um and so when COVID happened and everything was shut down it was a it was a screeching halt for us yeah and one of the memories I have was driving we were driving in the car which kind of we really hadn't done probably for a couple of weeks altogether because we the, we weren't going anywhere. <laughs> um, but we were driving probably, I think, to sit outside at your dad's house or something. And I remember you saying, 
um, in a moment that also made me tearful in a, an emotional, sentimental way was you you said, I've really tre- treasured these weeks of us just being together. Um, the four of us, right? Because we do, uh, like I said, we have huge families. So we will do things with family and we'll go on vacations with family. And something that you've been really intentional about too in our life is making sure that we also do things with the four of us, right? Like we took a trip lap. We take at least once-ish a year. Yeah. We try to do one thing, one kind of trip or something yeah. where it's just the four of us. <clears throat> that started early on when we were first married with the kids because I was working so much. I just didn't have time to be with them. So it's important to make the time. Yeah. Yeah. So important. So, so important. So not only, you know, for your marriage, but your family, um, to connect with family extended and to nurture the core family as well, which I think is something we do well. I think when we were, when they were little and I was in grad school and I, I, that mom guilt is really, really tough and I still feel it like my heart breaks um, when I have to be away from them or I'm away from them for school or work or whatever. Um, and just feeling so blessed that we had family to be with them and, and remembering people would tell me, you know, think of it as how lucky they are to nurture their relationships with their grandparents and their aunts and uncles and all the people who love them. So we're... We're both very family-based, right? Yeah. We're lucky enough to have everybody in the <laughs> same vicinity. Yeah, and even yeah. great-grandparents. We're very lucky to have them for Within a half an hour, almost everybody. Yeah, yeah. Which usually doesn't happen. Right. Um, what is one of the biggest challenges slash surprises that you could identify that maybe would be you didn't really know it was going to happen in our marriage or like you didn't know yeah I'll just the easiest one that comes to mind yeah first thing the five career changes we've had (laughs) Yeah. That's that's the main one. <laughs> that's yeah. the big one. Yes. So I'm a person of change. So. A dreamer. Yep. And yeah. The dreams kept coming. And they still do. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, but it does fit with our personality. So me being a dreamer, a free spirit, like... I have changed jobs. I used to be a teacher and I decided I wanted to go back to school to become a psychologist. And, and, and in that it was, I was, I had a job cause you said, okay, if you're going to go back to school, you can take this many years and you have to make this much money when you're done. And I was like, challenge accepted. And then I did it. So you did it. I did it. You didn't want me to work where I worked in the beginning. I, I was working in correctional psychology, which you were not so happy about. But I'm like, well, 
this is what's this is how it's going and um always I always knew I wanted to have a private practice and a group practice and so I I don't know that I guess change I haven't changed careers so much as I've after that big one I've changed jobs added to added jobs <laughs> added jobs bought a building yeah. extended it into... and I'm not a person of change no so you're not it's tough with I don't do well with change and I admit that so yeah that's probably why I was one of the hardest things for me not necessarily for you because you were doing it and you didn't really care <laughs> to an extent well you, you mean cared. I care but I love change <laughs> yeah. change for me is exciting and passionate and or I'm passionate about it but I would say that's a that would be a great tip number two is recognizing your differences as compliment as complementary um they can be Sometimes like we were definitely like butting heads. Like I remember not to, you know, I remember I used to think of you as my dream crusher because <laughs> I was called that once or twice. I know. <laughs> because okay. Um I didn't know if that would bring up sort a sword subject, but not anymore, right? Like so you I think it took time for you to um really put all your faith and trust into my dream and really become the the door that you opened the door to for us to be able to um, expand into the wellness boutique you know into a group practice and the dream is still is still developing but that you that was a that was a huge thing for me is that you put you invested money like that you had been saving even before we had started our relationship together because I would say that Another complimentary thing about us <laughs> is our financial uh, financial approach, um, which we can come back to. But you invested not only money, but that I know for me was that to you is huge. That's like putting your heart and soul into something when you like sign on the dotted line. And so... You made my dreams come true. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the career changes for for you were surprising and challenging. Yeah, because you had to go to school all over again, really. Mm -hmm. That was the sur surprising part. That was a surprise of a lifetime. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I said, well, like, because in my head, it, it wasn't a surprise. But, like, not that I was intentionally like, oh, I'm going to just stop this. But, you know. And I think for me, the, the most challenging and best and really beneficial thing is the money piece. So I think as we talk about making marriage, keeping marriage fun, making marriage work, money is something huge that is comes up as a source of many, many fights in many, many couples' relationships, whether it's marriage or, you know, just living together, being in a relationship where you are trying to make a life together work. Um, and ha we have very different money approaches. And thank God, <laughs> it's, 
And I would say that's probably still the sources of one of the biggest source of, of some of our fights and arguments that we still have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a yeah. spender. Um, I'm a live in the now, like, oh, I want this. Oh, let's take this risk. A risky. I'm a risk taker. And you are a saver, very strategically like focused on making sure we have a secure future. It's a nice way of putting it. It is nice. Yeah. I'm being very nice. And why? What? Is, what is the smirk for? Well, most people just call me cheap. Well, right. And I'm used to. I call you frugal now when I refer to you to people, and they know that I mean cheap. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it obviously it's a complementary piece of our relationship. Like you, you taught me how to budget. You taught my parents how to budget, right? So it's kind of this thing where you. In school, I wish I learned more about it because um, I did well in school, but it wasn't a, co- a course that was required or even part of the regular curriculum. But um, So I did not do well with money. And I think when you think about your own relationship with money, it comes from probably, unless you took a course in it, it comes from how you were taught, how you were raised by whoever your family is, parents, grandparents. Um, and that tends to trickle down through the generation. So you have helped me tremendously with that. And I would say that's still always a struggle for us to to navigate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Next question. Sure. Okay. Um, oh, oh, this is a good one. If you were speaking of school, if you were going to give us a grade on making time for us in our relationship? Probably a B plus. Oh, that's yeah, nice. B, B plus. Yeah. yeah. Always room for improvement. Okay. Love it. Love it. But I think we do a lot of things right, I think. You know, we now have... Well, we, you know, during the week we'll have, we'll watch a show or something mm-hmm. and it might only be 45 minutes, but it's 45 minutes. Yep. Cause and I fall asleep. Yes. Mostly because you fall asleep. Yes. <laughs> and then we would have not every Friday, but we would like, we try to have like a happy hour. Yeah. It's just us. Yep. For an hour. We started hour calling them business meetings. Yes. But. We should get back to that. I would like some more business meetings with you. Um, yeah, and it's like when the kids go to bed, then it's time. Then we can watch a show, and they've been going to bed later and later now. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I love that. And there's room for improvement. And it really takes me into that that question about thinking about the future. So if you, if we talk about our dreams, our goals, our vision for how we see ourselves in how you want us to be in the future. I gave you this question ahead of time. <laughs> I know. And this was one I didn't know how to answer. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think in, you know, as probably in a different home, mm. but 
There's more outdoor stuff that we can do at the house. And we're in our new house? Yeah, the new house. Okay. New house. So you're envisioning our new house? Yes. Okay. And tell me about it. There's more stuff out outside. There's land. There's lots of land. Um, I'm a hunter, so hopefully there's hunting land. You would like to hunt on our property? Yes. Okay. Um, and share that with Jackson. He's a hunter. Sophia does shoot archery, but yeah, I don't know if I can get her in a hunt stand or not. I don't know either. I think it would probably not, but. She'd read. She would read. <laughs> She'd read her She'd book. She'd be quiet. She's though. a bookworm. Yes, she, she could she, do that. She would be quiet in the stand, unlike Jackson, who talked my ear off in the stand. <laughs> That's me. So, Isn't that funny yes. to pick to know, like, to see our own qualities come out in our children? Yes. He's a talker. I'm a talker, which is why you've never invited me. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Hunting. Um, I love that. So you see lots of land, somewhere you can hunt. I see lots of windows. You do love windows. I do love windows. I would love a window, a, room, a window room, like a sunroom or an office with lots of windows or where like a music room or something like that. Just windows. I love them. Because I do love our backyard right now. I love so much that you can look out the window. So my meditation space looks right out over our backyard, which is wooded. Um, our deck, you can sit out on the deck and have a glass of wine, a cup of coffee, um, and really just be in nature, which I do love about our space right now. So more of that is what you want in the future. Yep. Okay. And continuing to travel as a family. Yes. Travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I asked all the questions, basically. Yeah, I asked all of our questions, and we're going to ha get get to the fun part of, um, although I feel like I there was something I wanted to talk about that I didn't ask, so I'll just talk about it, and you can kind of give your thoughts. Because um, I feel like three tips is a really good one, really good to give. We talked about like things that were challenging, things that were a struggle or surprising, and we talked about the fact that we argue and we fight sometimes. Um, and I think the important because the last thing I want to do is pretend like we have the perfect marriage. <laughs> <laughs> what we do is we work hard to make it work well, um, and it takes communication, which can be t tough at times, especially when you hear us even here now, like we communicate differently. I'm a talker. You are a word man of few words, yes. I would say in general, in comparison, and it can be complimentary, um, but it can also be frustrating for me. Like I just, I'm like, oh, just tell me what you're thinking. And you take a lot of time to ponder and you keep a lot of that inside. Um, but what I, what I have what I, as I reflect back on some of the things that have worked really well for us, because where did your mind just go? Nowhere. Yeah, it did. No. Okay. Um, 
is that your we have when something is really contentious, serious, upsetting, hurtful, we've done two very important things. We've discussed like boundaries of below the belt words and phrases or insults and we're like that is off limits. We are not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. Which I think has helped us a lot. Because we can be as competitive and loving as we can be. We can be mean to each yeah. other, which is not something I'm proud of. But we we have been mean. We have been hurtful. And I mean, I think you will, you've always, go ahead. No, I was to say, yeah, you know what is going to, drive the other person nuts right cut right to the bone yeah and um i do think we've gotten a lot better at that because we've recognized how terrible that can feel and be for ourselves and our family so we've we've said okay these words these phrases we're not allowed to say to each other (laughs) ever um and another thing that we've done both of us have written down like written each other a note about something in order to then discuss it later like you know got it out wrote something down and said here I really want to talk about this later read over it and then we'll do that yeah yeah we do do that and I do think we've done we have we do that less but we we when something's serious enough, yeah. it helps to cut down the defensiveness, right? Because I think in in verbal fight, verbal fights, verbal arguments, verbal discussions, there's definitely the opportunity to react. And when you feel backed into a corner, like you do in fights, or when you're something's really hurtful or scary, scary is another, you know, that's what I think comes up too. It's like something's threatening something um, and feels dangerous, feels scary. We react from a place of like, like can be aggression. And the helpful thing about writing it down is you're, you get it, you're getting it out. You're not holding it in because holding it in to me I, I is poison. Um, Poison in the body, poison in, in the mind, in the soul, spirit, in your heart. And when you get it out on paper, sometimes, you, I don't even know some, if you've ever done written it down and not given it to me. Have you ever done that? I think I've done that. I know I've, I've done that. I've things down and not exactly the way I've written it down. I've, I brought it up to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, points are, the points are there. And I think that's. To me, that's helped me. I'm a reactor, and I typically say it, I'm a straight shooter, mm-hmm. and I'll give you what I think right away, mm-hmm. and then I'll think about it, like think about things, and I typically come back and change my mind a little bit into a better way of saying things. Yes. Because so. I'm sensitive. Yes. <laughs> so I've learned I've learned some sensitivity training through my years. 
Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So communication, setting boundaries, setting boundaries <clears throat> makes things safer and makes you be able to have more fun, right? Like knowing where the limits are makes you not cross them, right? And not, um, you, I still push them. I think I'm definitely the kind of person like I like to tease you. <laughs> and, um, Sometimes I get close, you know, not to the, the bad boundaries, but just like, you know, I, I can be, we are, we are playful, I'll say, and flirtatious, <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. flirting is fun too. Oh, that's tip number four. Flirt. Make time to flirt and appreciate like the, the intimacy and the touch and... But with each other, flirt with each other. Yes, flirt with each other, flirt with each other. <laughs> Thanks for that, babe. I don't want to give people No, idea. flirt with each other. Yes. No, but that's a really good point because we did a lot more flirting in the beginning. But how fun is it sometimes when we'll like, you'll get that unexpected text in the middle of the day that's like, ooh, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like to do that. I like to send you those things. And um, you've left me little notes in the car like that were like, oh, that's so cute. Thank you. Um so do do that too. Make time to flirt with each other, your partner. And it does make it fun. It makes it spicy and sexy and fun, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is where we get to the, now we get to the real fun part. So I know you're so excited for this. So excited. Um, usually on the podcast, we, with a new guest, I do a game called this or that. Um, this time Hannah found some questions for us to play the newlywed game. So I'm actually, I'm actually going to give you and me a, um, whiteboard. Okay. So you get a whiteboard, a marker and a napkin. And what we're going to do is I'm going to read the question and we're each going to write down what we think the other person will say. And we'll see how how well we know each other, right? So we are not newlyweds, disclaimer. We've been married almost 16 years. And thank you so much, Hannah, for coming up with these questions. All right, ready? <clears throat> Question number one. What will your partner say is the silliest superstition you have? <laughs> superstition you. Um, I have lots of superstitions, I feel like. Oh, this is a good one. <clears throat> what did you put as mine? Where you watch the Eagles games and where winning and losing a house will be knocked out of the rotation. If they lose and you're watching a game somewhere, you will no longer watch a game there. Okay. Yeah. So I put actually for mine, it was what I wear for the Eagles games. So I was going to put that too, but I'm going to give you a point on that one, honey. Cause it, you knew it was when I think of superstition, it's the Eagles. So and for you, I put 
this is the only one I could think of because I don't really think of you as so superstitious. I put the way that you lock up our house before we go on vacation. <laughs> like, we all get in the car and you do like the final run through. I don't know if that's superstition or just paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pretty close line. Pretty fine line between that. What did you say for yourself? Um, wearing the same shirt for Quades. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Okay, you're winning. Number two, what would your partner say is the one thing in your house that if it disappeared tomorrow, you really wouldn't miss? There's so many things for myself, but I can't think of one for you. Um, What would you say? Did you already have them both? Yeah. You have yours and mine? Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't miss this. You wouldn't miss. I don't, I don't, I don't love my answer for this one. Yeah, it's probably right then. <laughs> All right. I'll go first on this one. I said that I wouldn't <clears throat> miss the broken microwave. Uh, forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah. I would love it gone, actually. Yeah. Well, what did you say for me? The brown chair. I I thought of the brown chair as well. But you, didn't, first, you didn't want me to win, so you didn't go with the well, brown no, chair. Well, no, I first thing was the microwave, but then the brown chair came up. <laughs> the dime, That table that we have in the kitchen that is, like, I don't want that there either. <laughs> There's lots of things I would not miss. Um, okay. This is this siren is one thing I love, too, about this place. Um, so yours, I put what you wouldn't miss is my clothes on your side of the closet. <laughs> you wouldn't miss that. I wouldn't miss that, but I put down the Friends DVD collection. <laughs> Since that seems to be the only thing that's running, running, running in our house for the past two years. 24-7, yes, the Friends DVD collection. No, I know, we all love it so much. Yeah, it's not good when I'm starting to learn the lines. Yes, okay. All right, number three. Will your partner say that you're more dependent on them or they're more dependent on you? You go first. What are you saying first? That what? How will I answer it? For me. How do you think I would answer it? On me. More dependent on me. Yes. And what about you? More dependent on me. Yes. Yes. What came up for you though in, in that? Like that you don't depend on me? Or I'm you're not no, no, no I wouldn't say that. I'm I've always what you know, I'm just more of a independent type person. Yeah. So that's just I mean, me. but what do you depend on me for? Companionship. You're my wife. Okay. Um we're going on. I love you. Um, since you've been together, will your partners... <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, pick this one. Since you've been together, will your partners say you think they don't kiss you enough, hug you enough, or you know what enough? What will you say? I know what I would say. Okay. It's my turn. 
Did you have your answers? Oh, I was faster than you that time. It's a hard one, huh? Yeah, I don't know what I would say. Because I do everything enough. Everything. I hit, I kiss, hug, and you know what? Enough. <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> okay. Okay. What did you think that I would say you don't do enough? Kiss. Oh, I said hug. That's true. Yeah, you're not, you don't hug me enough. <laughs> hug me more. And what did you come down with for the other one? Hug. Aw. That's wonderful. I'll hug you more, lover. Good, and in return I'll hug you more. That's perfect. It's a win-win. Oh my goodness. So how was this for you? Because you were nervous. You, you didn't want to do it, let's be honest. Yeah, I didn't. And how does it feel? We're done. Are you so excited? So excited. So excited that it's over? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I also wanted to um, mention that you can find a program, the Dream Date program, on my website to help you do a little bit of this with your partner. So if you are looking for, you can certainly go through this podcast and ask some of the questions to each other that we did through this episode. If you want a little more clear direction, you can go on to drliz.com slash dream date. And there is a program that takes you through, um, very directed like little videos and um, question prompts to go through with your partner and to really get connected. So the, the important thing um, that we're talking about here today was, as you know, if you've listened before, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back and tuning in again. We love, love, love the Dream Design Deliver program, which is basically what we talked about here is what is going well for us now? How do we love our life right now? What do we appreciate in this moment right now? Reflecting back and looking at what has gone well for us. What are some things that didn't so we had to learn from them? And looking forward to envisioning our future together, which I am so excited to see what happens in our future, babe. That's where you say me too. Me too. <laughs> um, so go check that out. If you would like to purchase the Dream Date program, please enter the coupon code PODCAST20. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-2-0. And get 20% off the, um, the Dream Date program. I hope, hope, hope that you enjoyed this podcast i am so this episode i'm so i'm so excited that you came thank you so much i really appreciate it and um i hope this was helpful and just giving some tips on how to keep marriage fun do you remember the four tips no <laughs> making time for each other communication communication setting boundaries number two was seeing your differences as complementary <laughs> and number four was flirting with each other 
All right. Well, that's that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we had so much fun. Well, I had so much fun um, coming and connecting with you again. Stay tuned in the upcoming weeks for some more fun episodes with me and also with some more fun special guests. And if you loved this episode or if you think someone else will love it, please share it. Share it with your friends, your loved ones. Um, and if you would also take some time to give us a five-star rating and or review, we'd love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to connect with you again at the next episode. Take care. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast empowered by design for further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting. And remember, trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver. Talk a little bit. Say what your name is, because this is just testing the sound. Okay, my name is Chad. Thank you for coming, Chad. Thank you for being a part of this podcast, Chad Lover. Okay.